Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facig. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing. And anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. All right, so we're recording. So anything you say on this point is really on the record you okay with that uh-huh. are you all of a sudden scared when you... I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. all right well welcome to another episode of the barbell voodoo podcast uh this is episode 96 with emily lawrence and yes that is how you're supposed to pronounce it out of all this podcast i finally asked so she is in Decatur, Alabama. That I know how to pronounce. It's not Decatur. It's Decatur. And uh, she's a hairstylist there. Uh, works out at the Golden Ape CrossFit, which I think is one of the coolest names. Um, and she's had a, a pretty cool experience with the CrossFits and her health life. And so she is on today. I'm pretty excited about her. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you. Awesome. I'm going to have to pull some words out of you, aren't I? You've all of a sudden, you've all of a sudden quieted up a little bit. Oh no, serious now. Well, um, so tell us about your story. Have you lived in Decatur all your life? Most, pretty much all my life. I actually live right outside of Decatur in a smaller area called Danville. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh oh yeah. You've heard of it? Yeah. Of Danville, Col- Wait, no, I'm thinking of Danville, Kentucky. There's college there. <laughs> okay. Danville, now, Alabama. Danville, Alabama, I'm sure you haven't heard of. It's it's way smaller. I think I had yeah. a graduating class of like 60. Really? Maybe. That, um, is what I passed through that on the way to the beach or something? I don't know. No. No. I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> never, never seen this place. So, so you have to intentionally go there, what you're saying. On purpose. On purpose. Do people do that? Uh, if you live here, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to brag or anything, but we do have two dollar generals in Danville now. So. Two dollar generals, <laughs> dang, but not a red box at either one. So <laughs> figure that out. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I saw where dollar dollar general the dollar general is is opening up like a thousand more stores this year, like in twenty twenty. Like mm-hmm. for for a crazy ridiculous redneck you know backwoods store like they are killing it. Like most really? people, yeah. Like people in Nashville don't go. I'm gonna go down to the Gentral. 
but like you step out like one county and they're all about the gentral mm -hmm. they even say it like that you ever I see those ladies who go shopping at the gentral the gentral yeah we all say it like that here it's so funny like they but they have like youtube channel and it's hilarious anyways <laughs> moving right along so so you you were, li have lived in danville alabama your whole life never wanted to leave this is your place you love it uh i do love it i do love it you hesitated on the you gave me a face when i said you'd never want to leave <laughs> i mean it, it's it's small town it's good and bad you know it's got its ups and downs i love the the small community here though it's oh, okay. it's, not, it's quiet and you can do a lot of things here that you can't do in the city oh yeah well yeah I mean, like what there's no regulation on fireworks that's oh, yeah. really <laughs> We can fire our guns anytime we want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of envious of that. Well, I live close to, uh, technically in, but close to Antioch, and apparently that applies here too. There's gunshots all the time. So, well, Hashtag sea life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, tell us about, tell us about your life. What's, what, what, how did you, uh, get to be this, uh, CrossFit posting, um, weightlifting crazy person you are today? Uh, well, that's been a pretty short journey. I actually uh, just started CrossFit um, almost a year ago to the day. Um, did you do much fitness before that, though? Like, were you, did you grow up uh, playing sports or? Um, um, I played softball growing up, softball, basketball. Um, I didn't, I stayed with those until I was, uh, I played basketball in high school, but mm -hmm. uh, nothing outside of that. Um, Where did you, what, what position did you play? Guard. Yeah, yeah, all right. And then uh, softball was uh, second base. Nice. So. Cool. But uh, no, I was never into just, uh, playing sports than just uh, working out for fun, I guess, is what, you know, or just working out to stay fit. I never did that before. Um, I was running a lot at one point, uh, but I started having ankle issues, so I had to quit that. So really, before I started CrossFit, I wasn't doing any kind of exercise at all. Mm -hmm. What kind of ankle issues were you having? Um, actually, apparently, it's some kind of uh, genetic thing where I have an extra piece of bone in my foot, and hmm. what happened was it was causing an impingement, so the piece of bone was stuck in my ankle joint. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I had to... Sounds terrible. It wasn't fun. Um, they had to go in and take it out though, and it's it's fine now. But I had to have surgery for it. Jeez. But I joined uh, Golden Ape about two weeks before I had that ankle surgery, so mm -hmm. just bad timing. But I told them that that might be something that I end up having to do. I was already under uh, um, care of like an orthopedic surgeon at that point. So, mm -hmm. um, but they they told me that that didn't matter. They'd still take me and that it would be fine. So, uh, I went ahead and joined and I did CrossFit for two weeks and then I had a, uh, um, ankle surgery. And then I was back about two weeks after that. Oh, um, wow. Uh, yeah, I, when I come back after my ankle surgery, I was in a boot for about six weeks, but mm -hmm. they let me continue to come in and they just, uh, modified all the wads for me. Uh, so that I could still participate. So why why on earth did you step into a CrossFit box? Um, really, I did it out of uh, kind of desperation. I was in a bad place with my mental health. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I was really depressed and spending a lot of time in the bed. And, um, I felt like I was exhausting all my options that I could find. I had gone to therapists and doctors and Mm -hmm. they had me on medicine. Um, and I was just miserable and not getting any better. Um, and I knew if I could just do something physical, I would feel better, but I had, I couldn't run anymore because of my ankle. Um, and I had two hair clients, one's a coach at Golden Ape and, uh, Uh. one is, uh, I also a member at Golden Ape and they were always talking to me about Golden Ape and how, (laughs) you know, once you start CrossFit, you you drink Kool-Aid and then that's all you talk about. Um, so I knew that would be a really, that would be a physical challenge. It would be really hard and it would kind of force me to get stronger mentally too. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, just a last ditch effort to try to figure something out to get better. Yeah. So if that didn't work out, what, what, what were you doing? What were you going to do? I, I honestly, I didn't have any answers. It, it was, yeah. it was really bad enough at that point. Well, this exact same time last year that I didn't really, I didn't really see me being here this time this year, if I'm Mm -hmm. real honest about that. And I had lost a lot of people last year to suicide Mm. and um, it made me start taking my stuff more serious. Um, And I just knew how bad I was. I'd never been in that bad of a place before. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was really just kind of throwing everything I could at it to try to get help. Yeah. So were were you scared you'd end up like your friends? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah that was the motivation. Um, I, I didn't I didn't want to be there, but I didn't feel like the options that I had were good enough. There was there's no good options. There's not really a lot of good options for mental health. I don't mm-hmm. think anywhere, but uh not in this area that I could find. Oh, yeah, probably not, yeah. So there's a uh, I mean, I would say there's few enough of them around here, at least that are accessible to like, I don't know, I'd say normal everyday people, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's an expensive thing to get mental health unless you, you know, you're lucky enough to have an insurance plan that covers something or, or business that'll cover something like it's, it's a super expensive thing to even, you know, try to get a part of, you know? Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And I, and I did that. I was, um, I was in uh, counseling and doing that like once a week and I was mm-hmm. having to pay for it to go yeah. and it wasn't giving me any tangible. Um, I needed something to find stronger and it just what uh, the answers weren't. It wasn't anything I could really grab a hold of and run with. Yeah. And yeah. all I needed was just something uh, I could kind of run with and uh, a direction to go and, um, Surprisingly enough, I found that at Golden Ape. <laughs> all it took was a Golden Ape. Yeah, that's all it took. So, how many medications were you on? Were you just were you on something for your depression? Was that the deal? I was on depression medication. Um, I they they wanted to give me like anxiety medication. I don't um, I don't really like the idea of that, so I wouldn't do it. Um, but I over the years I switched out medications i tried a lot of different things mm-hmm. and, uh, um yeah we had a guy um on here not long ago he was talking about 
that he was also on depression and anxiety meds. Like it seems like a lot of times those kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. or at least they're seem to be prescribed together often. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, sometimes I think they just don't, they don't know how to, I don't think any of the medicines are really that great anyway. So they just kind of throw everything at the wall and see what sticks is what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the thing about those is they make you real, my experience with it anyways, is it, it made me real even keel. So I wasn't mm-hmm. having those lows, but I also yeah. wasn't really feeling anything. I was just right. uh, very middle of the road and, and that's not my personality and it doesn't really work for what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, uh, nobody wants a monotone hairstylist that's never you know they they want yeah. you up here uh and uh, i couldn't I, I just <laughs> you couldn't get done go that's all right <laughs> <laughs> that's a solid five <laughs> that's pretty okay it's pretty okay <laughs> let's see what happens it's like, yeah <laughs> what's that uh what is it geico or something with the doctor that just got reinstated he walks into like the to the to the room with the patient <laughs> And the, after after the guy asked the nurse, uh, so is he pretty good? And she goes, he's all right. <laughs> he walks, guess who's reinstated? <laughs> he goes, are you nervous? And the guy goes, yep. And he goes, yep, me too. Well, I'll see you in there. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So depression, self-isolating kind of thing. Like you, you, you not only feel alone, you, you end up pushing yourself into a place where you're alone um, because you can't get out. Um, of of the depression um i mean it literally is like a like a like a room you get stuck in and it could be you know it could be a bed or it could be a floor but you're stuck in there and it's hard to get out and so um the thing that is the hardest thing to do is to transition into a populace where you're not alone because you feel so terrible like you don't want to be around people but the only answer is to help you know get around people to not self-isolate and so you found a golden ape that you could uh be a part of that that sounds like a pretty cool community huh uh it really is it's uh it's really one of the best places i've never been in a environment where i felt like i could be totally me and that was okay whether i was having a good day or a bad day or or whatever um not just the coaches everybody in the gym is uh, it, it's all inclusive. Everybody's mm-hmm. welcome. It doesn't matter what kind of day you are. It doesn't matter what kind of life you live. It doesn't, it, none of it matters. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody's very different. Uh, our gym is just a complete melting pot of different personalities and uh, backgrounds and beliefs. And mm-hmm. uh, we all are very tight knit as well. And I think that's rare. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but they just let me be me and that feels good. Um, so a lot of times I'm working through stuff in my mind and, uh, mm-hmm. and that, and that's okay. I've, I've been all, uh, in all places on the spectrum. When I go in there, sometimes I, I have, I have literally cried real tears of just through entire jump rope workouts. And, uh, <laughs> my coach is like looking at me like, uh, not sure if it was the jump rope making me cry or if I was just crying, but they just let it happen. And then afterwards we'll talk about it. But, uh, yeah. um, and that's great. I and mean, there were a lot of days when I first started where I, I would struggle with just 
going inside the gym because it, it it's a lot of people and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes when you first start not in shape and you can't do all of the things you you walk in and you see all these people who are so fit and they're mm-hmm. you know throwing around 300 pounds like it's nothing and <laughs> it's like oh I don't I don't think I belong here but uh so I would just sit in my car super nervous um, oh yeah but uh I just would make myself go in every time and uh uh really everybody belongs there I mean mm-hmm. that that was just in my mind uh it looks intimidating but not because anybody ever made me feel that way just because yeah. uh well you know I guess it's it's almost like a it's just like, wow, I can't believe these people can do all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I would assume there's probably a lot of negative self-talk going on within you too, right? Like, Oh yeah. 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 I think that that's something, uh, probably I still work. I still work through that a lot. Uh, I catch myself, uh, like shaking my head. No, before mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. even attempt to lift like, uh, and uh, one of my coaches is real good to call me on that. Like, why are you, why are you shaking your head? No, yeah. you're already telling yourself you can't do that. Um, uh, in that environment though, they see, or they make me feel like they see me as limitless mm-hmm. and that, that helps me be, um, that helps me get into that mindset with myself as well. Like these people think I can do this. I probably mm-hmm. can, you know? You know that was one that was uh one of our first shirts, Limitless. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It was uh one of one of the one of the owners, the guy that is generally the face of the company, he uh that was one of the things that he, he needed to hear and be reminded of when when he was on his fitness journey was um that, that things are actually limitless, you know. Um the first one the first one was impossible with the I am cancelled out, you know, X'd out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's possible. Um, those were the first two shirts that Barbell Voodoo ever did. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I think I think that's that, that's the hardest thing to communicate with people that are looking into a CrossFit gym of some kind. They they look at it and they're like, "Damn, that they're doing crazy stuff." Like, look at how big those weights are. Um, these people are really fit. I don't have a place here. And it's really, 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 really hard to communicate that like, no, you, you do like every single person has a place there. And the majority of us were exactly where you are now at some point. Um, and some of us will be back there. (laughs) Um, but, but, you know, I mean, like it's so hard and there's no way to communicate that other than like, just, just come here and let me, let me show you, you know, let me, let me be your friend in this. Um, and and that's the that's the beauty in it, you know. I think, especially in a good community, um, for sure. Yeah. When I when I first started, I would well, I still go to five a.m. classes, but um, when I first started, I would go to five a.m.s mostly because there aren't as many people that show up for that, and it was just less stressful for me. But uh, um, one morning, we I can't even remember. Maybe we were doing power cleans or something. And mm. I guess one of the other girls saw me just kind of looking around at everybody. And I just kind of watch all the other athletes and just all of these things that they could do when I first started, mm. because I couldn't imagine myself being able to do them. But um, she walked over and she was real quiet about it. And she said, um, don't, 
don't worry about uh, the fact that you don't have weight on your bar yet. We all started just mm-hmm. like that and uh, you'll build weight quicker than you think. Yeah. And that was probably within my first two weeks at CrossFit and mm-hmm. it, it was just, it made all the difference because she was one of the girls picking up weight that I was just like, what, what, how in the world did she get that off the floor? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's really my, been my experience with the entire community. I've always had so much support from everybody, um, not just in my box, but, you know, going to competitions and, mm-hmm. and watching um, everybody's like that with everybody in CrossFit as far as I've seen. Yeah, yeah. We all start with a PVC pipe. <laughs> yeah. I even I still, tell. I still get that PVC pipe out sometimes with snatches because oh. I'm not that great at them yet. Heck yeah. Like I've been completely, I'll never forget a purely weightlifting class that we were doing. And one night, all we did was use a PVC pipe. And this was like years into my CrossFit journey, like years, like I've been doing this for a while. I could, I could put some weight on the bar and it devastated me with a stupid PVC pipe. And uh, I'll never forget that, that night. I mean, it, killed me and then when I got my L1 we were using PVC pipes and I was like oh this is wearing me out <laughs> so you know weight is completely relative to whatever you're doing uh, which is also funny to tell people when they're coming in they're like oh I don't know, I don't know about that I was like this is where we all start this is a PVC pipe <laughs> it will hurt you <laughs> and it will make you mad <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so you, yeah, you just posted a, a, a video, um, you were lifting somewhere. Was that a competition that you did? Uh, we had our barbell party, um, which is like our kind of in December, uh, we test our one rep max on, mm-hmm. um, uh, deadlift, squat, power clean and bench. And so that was, uh, this past Saturday. Um, yeah. so that was that it wasn't a competition. We were just all okay are that's uh, like uh one of the boxes i was um in before we did a uh, crossfit total on january 1 every year mm-hmm. which is uh what the deadlift uh, back squat and uh i think it's strict press um we're gonna do that at my gym this year um carry on the tradition but um so it's kind of same thing though like you know when you do this next year and you're like dang that's some some good stuff i've added x amount in one year um to whatever those are i think that's always cool those are cool benchmarks that come around yeah i i didn't get to do the uh barbell party last year i just i mm-hmm. think it happened right before my ankle surgery or i had just started crossfit so i didn't even know how to do any of those. <laughs> yeah so, yeah i've just been pvc5 i guess <laughs> uh, this is my first time doing that and uh first time testing one rep max on a couple of different things my bench and and some other stuff so it it was a fun time it was a good Mm -hmm. atmosphere all right so what'd you get uh uh, my bench was 110 uh that was my first triple digit bench so i was pretty excited about that 10 pounds Uh, over is big yeah yeah my uh back squat was 170 my power clean was 110, which that was the video I posted. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I had a fight for that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, and uh, my deadlift was 205, and that was my first time hitting over 200 on that. So oh, was, 
that's huge. 205 in your first year. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Deadlift. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love the deadlift. Uh, I love especially like uh, <laughs> almost said girls. And then I remember on Saturday, we got accosted for saying girls, um, ladies, women, um, when they when they're going for that 200, you know, and uh, and achieving it. Man, first year, that's that's big. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. Cause you're, you're a little lady. You're not like, <laughs> I'm little now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I'm just saying you're not, you're not like, you know, a, a, you know, weight moves weight. I mean, like when it comes down to it, when yeah. you're when we're talking about like, especially something like the deadlift, like it, it I mean, it helps, you know? And so I, I was just saying yeah. that because no one's going to see you unless they go to your, like your Instagram later on this podcast. Like, um, yeah, I was actually kind of scared that I would lose strength as I've I've lost weight because I mm-hmm. I have uh I have lost uh, about fifty pounds now. So, uh, but yeah. I, I really haven't because I continue to train all the time. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm at CrossFit four to five days a week most of the time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was scared I would lose some strength there, but. Uh, um, my back squat was, I think, like forty or fifty pounds more than I've ever done before. So yeah. I haven't lost any. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty no, no. Yeah, your body is transitioning. I mean, you're gaining a whole lot more muscle, lean muscle, and uh, you're learning technique, um, which is a huge deal um, when you're hitting those first, you know, PRs rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big deal. Um, <laughs> had a guy that. Uh, coach of mine that said uh well i don't know why you can't hit that like you just use the same technique you did a lower weight and i'm like yeah that's the problem <laughs> when it gets heavy it's hard to keep that <laughs> yeah those uh just an extra five pounds make a big difference because mm-hmm. uh went from uh to two to on the deadlift and i just and it, it was probably more mental than anything uh i started hearing people say my name and mm-hmm. i could see we're watching and so I didn't get too ten off the floor but uh it's, okay. it's, it's still five pounds more than what I wanted and yeah about 20 pounds more than I'd done before so I was excited about it I've coached people like that like I have to watch them out of the corner of my eye because if I make like actual eyes at them watching them like while I'm coaching uh, they'll be like don't look at me I'm like what like yeah. how, how can I do my job if I don't look what you're doing <laughs> okay. And I, I typically, uh, we were all partnered up, so we had enough bars uh, Saturday, and um, my partner did, added all my weight. I didn't, I don't count my weights uh, most of the time because it gets in my head, so mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was lifting. Uh, mm-hmm. The bench is the only thing I knew the weight on, because yeah. everything, I get kind of nervous. Sure, so. yeah. I, uh, my, my, so we were talking about negative self-talk earlier, and we were talking about that, like, and like my negative self-talk has, has changed from like, I don't know if I can do that to a new statement that is equally as devastating to me. And it's um, anything that involves the word heavy. If I go, that's heavy. Or if I say that looks heavy or this feels heavy, then I might as well like stop for the day. Like, because yeah. it, I, it's already in my head. Like I've already decided that that's heavy and that's, you know, if I look at 315 and go, that's not heavy, or like, I can do this, then it's fine. But if I look at it and go, oh, that feels, looks heavy, whatever, I'm done. Yeah, that's actually uh, 
uh, me and my girlfriend Kayla have this thing because uh, she said that to me one time. She said, oh, that, that that's heavy. I don't know. And I yeah. said, it's heavy, but you're strong. And so that's kind of our, uh, that's our thing when we're lifting. Uh, oh, that's good, yeah. It's heavy, but you're strong. Yeah, encourage each other. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So you said you lost 50 pounds? Uh, yes, just right at 50 at this point. Dang, where'd it go? crossfit ticket <laughs> it's left in the mats <laughs> uh, so uh, like was that in like how, how'd you do that i mean real everybody asked but honestly i just i do crossfit a lot <laughs> and um so like you're eating like mcdonald's every day no. like going going to hardy's and no and then like uh, I, really good nutrition oh um, okay now we're getting at it I wasn't any, it wasn't anything i do what i want and that's crossfit no i don't uh i'm not crazy strict on myself because i like to eat but um i mean i do i love tacos um whatever all kinds of food hamburgers um but uh i, I just have a really good nutrition plan um when I first started Golden Ape, they were doing a nutrition challenge, mm -hmm. and uh, that taught us a lot about portioning and uh, macros. And I really didn't—it was all new stuff to me. I didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things I thought were healthy weren't healthy food. I think a lot of you know people uh -huh. feel like, oh, this is good for me, but it's not. Most things aren't. If you actually look at the nutrition label, it's not. Um, so that my favorite of, is like. I'll get a salad. It's healthy. And then you look at their salad and you're like, I think you're mistaken. No, not with 300 calories worth of ranch drenched over. <laughs> That's exactly right. Now I got the light <laughs> ranch. It's cool. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't even know how many calories I should be eating or yeah, what. Yeah. I, I didn't know any of that stuff. So uh, the nutrition challenge at Golden Ape kind of kicked me off uh, learning a little bit. Um, uh I picked up some of it there and then um actually my girlfriend Kayla does uh, my nutrition plan for me she's she does all the math she's kind of a little math wizard when it comes to stuff like that uh, oh nice so off of like my weight she does my all my macros uh you better keep that friend for a long time yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep her forever That's um good. Uh, so that gives me something to go off of. And so I, I track everything that I eat. And, um, of course I, you know, the working out part of it is, is kind of easy. Cause I just show up and do what they tell me to do. Mm -hmm. gotcha. uh, yeah. That's the best part. That's what I like about CrossFit is I have too much on it. I just show up and written on the board is what I do. Yeah. Sorry, that's Bella. She she likes to make appearances on podcasts, especially when the Amazon person comes up to the door. Oh. Well, that's the best time of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's like a daily occurrence right now. <laughs> oh man, spend it like you got it, right? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we need more sponsors for our podcast. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Too late. Christmas be over. But uh but yeah, so yeah, because if you start contracting that out, like somebody to do that for you, like once again, expenses, you know, like yeah. it's good to have a friend that, that knows enough to, to help you out that way. It's great. Yeah. 
Man, that's cool. Well, you you have a perfect storm there. So who who's the who owns uh, Golden Ape? Um, April Pendergraph and Scott Shirley. Okay, all right. And uh, about how many members? What size of the box is that? You know, oh, I, have, I have no idea. Five hundred thirty. It's probably a little less than that. Okay. I don't know how many members we have. I mean, it seems like a lot. Name them all right now. <laughs> I probably can't know all the coaches. Um, <laughs> Your face just for like that split second was fantastic. Um, so how many? Yeah, okay. How many coaches they have? Um, maybe eight. I don't okay. Know. So it's a pretty pretty good sized box. Is it in Decatur or is it in Danville? It is in Decatur. We have a location in Decatur, and then we also have a location in Huntsville. Dang, multi-campus. I swear that I've seen Golden Ape somewhere. Like, I don't, I don't know why, but that really seems familiar to me. Um, so Huntsville's like, so how, how far away from Huntsville are you? Um, Decatur and Huntsville are only about 30 miles apart. Okay. So, um, Huntsville. Would I have driven through Danville going to, uh, going to Huntsville? No. Dang no oh well not at all <laughs> okay okay it's nowhere near the interstate it's just oh. it's cow fields it's chicken houses it's nothing dollar gentrals dollar gentrals and chicken fields <laughs> okay right. uh well all right all right we'll take a little break and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need a pick-me-up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, Hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. All right, so uh, favorite uh, weightlifting uh, lift? Um, ooh, put me on the spot. Mm-hmm. I love deadlifts. I think everybody loves deadlifts, but I also love everything overhead, push press, push jerk. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Take care of your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do yeah. some uh, well, I mean, I work crossover a symmetry. What? But you're hopefully not going overhead, like cutting people's hair. Like you're doing it wrong. I feel like if you're having to do that, like. Oh no! Most of the time I sit down. <laughs> I have a stool I sit on, so I don't actually kind of nice. do the lazy version of hairstyling. <laughs> <laughs> I work hard at five a.m. for CrossFit, so when I get to the salon, I want to sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get that. <laughs> no judgment here whatsoever all right well so tell me about uh the future like what what do you what do you i mean like you've you've completed one year your one year experience okay let's start here where what would you tell anybody about doing crossfit why would somebody ever want to do crossfit you're in why why should they do it well i think i think crossfit's for everybody but i think it it's going to make you mentally stronger, physically stronger. Um, 
and a, a lot of people ask me like, well, how, how does it make you mentally stronger? Well, I do hard stuff before 6am every morning. Um, yeah. so it makes me, uh, it makes me feel like I'm able to handle my day. So I, I get up and I go do this and it doesn't matter if by lunchtime, it feels like my day's falling apart. I can handle it because I got up this morning and did a deadlift of 205 you know what I mean like I, I feel strong I, I'm doing things that I never thought my I would be able to do and that makes me feel um limitless like I can do anything like I can handle anything yeah uh, yeah so the you know the the harder days still come I still have low days sometimes but I'm not sinking into them anymore like mm -hmm. I was um and plus I had, I gained this whole, I mean, friends that just feel like family. I've never had friends have at, uh, Golden Ape community is just, uh, everything there. Um, mm -hmm. and as far as I can tell community is everything at every CrossFit, uh, yeah. I go to these competitions and everybody's having a good time. Everybody's encouraging everybody. It doesn't matter if you're fighting for, a podium spot you're still impressed with what everybody else is doing you're still encouraging everybody else mm -hmm. um crossfits i think for everybody uh, we have people of all ages of all um physical uh capabilities mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i don't i don't think there's uh anybody that can't fit into a crossfit box you know yeah yeah that's great yeah there man so in your first year you're already competing and doing all kinds of stuff you i mean you really like guzzled yet. that kool-aid <laughs> i did i i just dove off into the vat of kool-aid <laughs> but um, <laughs> i did um but i'm not competing yet i, I go oh, to okay. i go there and uh let's see i got to judge at uh, one of the competitions our mm -hmm. um our box puts on called black and brood and that was a lot of fun. Um, but I go cause, uh, my girlfriend Kayla competes. So I go support oh, okay. her, but, um, I'm looking to compete next year, uh, probably for the first time. Ooh. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm trying to find a fun one. Uh, I want to do a competition. I want to, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They like, all a, look fun. like a scaled competition. Is that what you're saying? Like, a? um, I would just, uh, like our black and brood one was fun because it's uh it's kind of takes place with these uh breweries all around so a mm. lot of the stuff that you do yeah beer right yeah but, uh, a lot of the stuff that you end up doing is like they had a uh, keg pools where they mm -hmm. they did the rope uh tied to the keg and they had to pull them down the field and uh almost like strongman type stuff and mm -hmm. that i like that kind of stuff like you know flipping tires things like that who doesn't yeah. love that yeah yeah preaching to the choir right here yeah <laughs> that's fantastic yeah i just bought like eight kegs so you know <laughs> why wouldn't you as one does why wouldn't you <laughs> right. yeah yeah we used them on saturday too it was it was brutal um well that's cool so so you're looking forward to competing you're looking forward to doing that yeah um your uh what other goals do you have you got what, what are your next weightlifting goals everything over 200 Ooh, 
if you if you well, pull out a 200 pound like you know bench press next month i'm gonna be mad <laughs> I, well i don't think that we're i don't think that's gonna be happening but um <laughs> uh well i guess I, I guess i'd like to get my back squat over 200 yeah, um i was cool. surprised by 170 so i mean honestly i was just happy with everything i haven't set new goals yet but um and i bet by next year you'd you'd, you'd have those over 200 um you could do that i want to get better with my gymnastics so mm. uh i've been working towards uh toes to bar i haven't hit mm. that yet um i haven't hit pull-ups yet but i i think i could i just haven't been practicing enough which i need to put more effort towards <laughs> i've been working towards toes to bar and then somebody was like well most people hit a pull-up before you hit a toes to bar i was like well i hadn't even been trying to hit pull-ups so not not in my boat no they don't i don't think I don't so <laughs> i don't think so i've never heard that i mean maybe down maybe down there i mean y'all are south, southern you know I don't know. <laughs> I could do toes to bar before I could do uh, regular pull ups. I, actually, I still can't do a regular pull up, but like a strict pull up. But oh, well, I can I kip them sometimes. Technically, I'm not supposed to do them without being able to do a strict one, but whatever. Uh, I think really those are my main goals: is uh, my getting better on the gymnastic stuff. I can. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting stronger there, but uh, I'd like to be able to do pull ups. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. uh want to do better this year uh last year i wasn't uh hadn't been at crossfit that long when we had murph for oh before. yeah so um i'd like to do uh probably the whole thing this year i think i did mm -hmm. a half last year so with or without a vest without yeah do the whole thing without yeah yeah that's good that's a good goal i've never Oh, maybe I didn't dive all the way off in the CrossFit Kool-Aid. <laughs> put a vest on yet. <laughs> well, you know, there's time. There's plenty of time. Once you, <laughs> once you start using one, you can't go back. So you might as well just wait till you're good and ready. Just off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll learn that all vests are not created equal. And then you got to get a nice one. And then you know, it's all just like anything in CrossFit. You you buy what you can at the time, and then you go, well, "This is crap." Should have gotten something better. <laughs> it's like double unders, you know, it's it's not you, it's the rope. You know, you should need a better rope. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, very cool. Well, I, I'm excited about seeing where you go next. You know, that I think you've had a huge big year. Do you do you recognize that or is that you're like, yeah, I'm normal, whatever. Uh no, no, it feels big it feels big. I feel yeah. like uh everything's different. Uh Mostly, I just uh, I'm happy with how far I've come mentally. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm most excited about that. But yeah, it, it feels big. It feels like a huge. I mean, it's a complete change for me uh, with the all the weight I've lost and uh, just also just how strong I've gotten mentally. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels big. I'm excited about it. I'm proud of it. Yeah, you should be. It's huge. It's huge. That's a that's a big honking deal, and like to start, and then have ankle surgery, and then start like you you doubly started like that's, I mean it, you know that's that's pretty resilient right there. 
I look, they, there's pictures of me. I don't know. I look back and I'm like, what, what was I actually doing? But there's pictures <laughs> of me out in the field at the, we just have a big field that sometimes we work out in at the box and, uh, I'm out there deadlifting with a boot on my foot and I just, <laughs> and people would ask me, then what are you doing? I'm like, it's fine. I'm just doing the best I can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> I got some momentum going. I just, I was, I was scared to stop even mm -hmm. though I was in the boot. And, uh, uh, so they just modified everything and I did what I could and, uh, that's why I think anybody can do CrossFit because if, if they can take care of me and my boot and make sure I'm still being safe mm -hmm. and uh, get me over an ankle surgery to where I am now, I think anybody can do it. Yeah. Regardless of that. That's cool. It's very cool. Well, I think you're a delight. I'm really glad that uh, you're on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear your story and um, you know, even even from a little place that apparently I've never been to or ever heard of in Danville, Alabama. <laughs> I'm sure. Positive. positive about that. We don't let people like you in this town. That's why. That's why you're saying <laughs> we can smell that city a long way off. You didn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't put that past me, is all I'm saying. You know. Make it lost easy. Well, uh, so since you love coming to Nashville so much then bring your workout clothes next time you're here and come work out in my box. What's Anytime. it called? CrossFit Donaldson. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, you I should. Always, so. I always say I'm going to go to a different box when I'm out of town, but then I, I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's tough and and it's tough every time like when you go to new ones i mean like it's at least it is for me like and i've i've gone to a ridiculous amount of boxes like dropped in at a ridiculous amount like um but but yeah every time like that first day is just like oh geez like are they gonna judge me is it weird and then you're like oh these people are just like my people oh cool i just don't know their names <laughs> um but yeah, I've had some really great drop-in experiences. But yeah, so you know, when you're in town, um, you know, swing by. You, you'll have a friendly face to come work out with. Okay, sounds good. Let me know when you're coming, and I'll make sure I'm there. I'm not good at showing up otherwise. <laughs> so, well, all right. Well, uh, Emily, I, I I love it. Thanks for being on the podcast. All right, you're welcome. All right, I'll talk to you later. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.